you're, you're really sweaty. You're a hard man to find. You shouldn't have come here. Would have emailed, but this isn't exactly a Wi-Fi hotspot. Is this where you lived when you were here? I mean, the, the first time you were here. For some of it. Could you at least pretend like you're glad to see us? Dig and I spent weeks tracking you down. We've traveled halfway across the world, and this morning we flew in a plane so old, I'm pretty sure I was safer once I jumped out of it. You could at least offer some water. Or coconut. Fresh out of coconuts. I am happy to see you. I know why you're here. I'm not coming back to Starling City. I can't. My mission, my father's list, it was a fool's crusade, and I failed. Malcolm Merlin destroyed the glades. Tommy died. And the hood couldn't stop it. So don't ask me to put it on again. Hello and welcome back to the Rogue Arrow podcast. This is episode two hundred one. Yeah, we'll we'll go with that numbering system because it's season two, episode one. Enough explanation. As always, I am Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Schubach. I'm Chris O'Neill. And I'm Laurel Mers. Chris is on delay. I don't know if you know this. He's in Australia. Australia. In case you couldn't tell. Technically, you guys are in delay. Touche. Touche, sir. I'm not sure that's how you use that word. It's Sunday here. It's midday Sunday. He is in the future. He's a tomorrow kid. A person. (laughs) That's right. That's how it works. Cool. Yeah. Season two kicked off and we're here to talk about it. Yes, so, uh, episode 2.1, it's titled City of Heroes, written by Greg Berlanti, Andrew Kreisberg, and Mark Guggenheim. I don't know. Like Guggenheim! And directed by John Baring. So, Laurel, like take it away. Like what happened? Well, we got a great recap, and the glades are bad, and everybody's in trouble, and it sucks like crap and then we see our Oliver running in the forest and I think like I'm going to write down meanwhile back on the island and then I wrote nope because he's not on the island alone and he's wearing a nice t-shirt from Abercrombie so did and his it. hair is short and it's weird I know <laughs> it is short and weird so Diggs and Felicity are on a plane which Felicity does not like and then they parachute, which she likes less, onto the island. They pass the two-faced mask guy with an arrow in his face on the beach. And then, uh, Ollie saves Felicity from a landmine. And uh, they say, oh, hey, Ollie, you're a hard fan of mine. Uh, man to find, fan to mine. You're a hard fan of mine. Well, you shouldn't have come here. So apparently failure equals that you run away. And you never wear the hood again. And then they somehow convince him to come back and be just himself. That's a good start. Then, for real, meanwhile, back on the island, there's some super awesome fight training. Ollie gets distracted by a beautiful panda bear junior. And then they <laughs> kiss. And then uh, they we hear that there's been five months since they stopped fires. And they've been, like, just chilling on the island, eating food that they forage and suddenly they're not alone da, so then da, da. Back to the slaves, and there's like all this signage about we want blood or vote for blood and they're all like who's blood it turns out he's a guy from the glades trying to replace the hood then we see Thea Mackinon red hooded sweatshirt which I think blood question mark someone has to do something he says uh, then Ollie comes in. Thea's super stoked about that. Turns out Thea's running the club now, and she's doing a banging job of it. Literally, yeah, she is. On the table stuff. They were banging and on the. They were banging on the desk. Yeah, banging on the. Shay, I'm on the podcast. You gotta close the door. She's probably in there pooping. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, my kids are gonna hate me when they grow up and realize this is on the internet. And we find out that she has mommy issues times 500,000. Hey buddies! Can you edit this out later? Get out of my room! I'm picking up like a total nerd. Come on! I think you leave it. I think you cut it in at the end like it's outcast. I said be quiet! <laughs> Why don't you respect me! Hey, children! Oh, I like... Mother of the year, I love it. I really do. Children! Be quiet! Yes, you can hug me. I love you. Bye! <laughs> no, you can't show them you because the video's off. Please go. What does the fox say? Go find out. Go Google it. Go Google it. <laughs> Close the door. Thank you. Best mother ever. All right. Where were we? Uh, they were doing it on the desk. Oh, yeah. So that's that. And then we're at some fancy dinner. Laurel looks super hot in red. Turns out she's working for the DA's office. No, that's good. Uh, we like that. So, uh, oh, CNRI, her old fancy uh, underground lawyer stuff is dead. There were no doors to open. I thought that was a good line. Uh, turns out the fancy dinner is for raising money to save St Starling City. And a hood type voice comes out and mafia type guns. Laurel <laughs> punches up the place. And stares down a gun. We are the hoods. Uh, what was taken from us, we will take back. Oh my goodness. Fancy pants, Lancy pants, come to save the day. Fancy turns pants. Turns out that the hoods are socialists redistributing wealth. And it also turns out that Fancy Lancy pants is now a beat cop. Oh, we'll be Ollie plus Laurel hanging out after the dinner. She's all. Just four-hooded gun gunmen, nothing a self-defense class can't fix. Uh, Laurel thinks she made... Oh, then they have, like, the sad, slow music and all that nonsense with the blah, blah, blah. I made a mistake. I be betrayed Tommy. Ollie's like, oh, I know how that feels because I totally betrayed your sister and you and your family. And I can't help but wish that I could go back. And then they hug, and then they realize they can't go back. And then there's the slow walk away. And that's the drama of the day. We're not allowed to bang. They have to put that shit in there for broads like me, and I don't even like it. Okay, so Ollie plus Diggs. <laughs> They're just doing you without restraint or justice. We still need the hood. And he says, take me home. So the hoods, they want real payback. They're pissed off that the media's paying attention to Ollie and not to the fact that they killed the mayor, which is a fair con you know, concern. Yeah, that's a nice uh, so statement. Yeah, so well, and isn't that true about media today? Um, so, so they're saying. Government shuts down. What's Kim Kardashian doing? Yeah, what's she doing? <laughs> that was a good one. Okay, so take. They were like, oh, let's take down the queens. They're the family that must pay. Dramatic pause in full. Then we go back to the club. Red hooded sweatshirts talking the truth to uh, Miss Thea about how to be with parents even though they suck sometimes my kids will tell you uh, <laughs> right Bach and uh, then she says it's the only way I know how to hurt her by which she means not visiting her in jail and ignoring her face uh, and then Queen goes to his big meeting and who's there no one other than Miss Serenity herself Oh my gosh, I was so excited I jumped up and down in my sit. Summer Glau, River Tam, whatever you want to call her. When it's cool. is she going to don some spandex and kick some ass? I can't freaking wait. That would be okay. that would be three shows in a row where she just beats face. Because she was in that Terminator show and she beat face in that too. Oh, I didn't know she was in the Terminator show. She was in the Terminator anyway, show. Anyway, so she's like all business and throwing snaps all over the place. And then the hoods are in the house. And then there's all sorts of shooting and fighting. Felicity with a righteous bonk to the head. And then Ollie Tarzan's them all down a few floors. Where did she get that two by four? I don't know, but it was a righteous bonk. <laughs> and then we get one last snap from the lady in red. 
she's like real smart, and I couldn't get, keep up with all of her language, so I'm sorry, I don't have, like, you know, maybe you can, this is where you drop some of the things that she says if you want, and with music and stuff. Since you majored in dropping out of college, let me put this in terms that are easy for you to understand. You control 45% of Queen Consolidated stock. I control 45%, leaving 10% outstanding. But in two days, the board will release the final 10%. And I'll buy it before you do. With what money? I doubt your trust fund is that large, and no angel investor will go near the company that built the machine that destroyed half the city. Companies rise and fall, Mr. Queen. Your company has fallen. Okay, <laughs> so Felicity's talking back to uh, Ollie now and is all, you should be the hood, and he says, you, there's a part of the hood you never understand, and that's the body count, and she's all, since when do you care, and Diggle's all, Tommy, and he's all, I'm a murderer, if I kill, I dishonor his memory, because now, like, any, the only time Ollie's, like, ever motivated by anything is if someone dies, dad dies, motivated by that, Tommy dies, Motivated by that. For goodness sakes, he's got to learn to do you. You know what I mean? Watch a little Oprah. Meanwhile, back on the island, they're uh, hiking after these guys they see on the radar, which I think must be bad guys. And uh, Panda Jr. speaks Chinese, and so does Ollie. And they're all, oh, that's cute. And then she... Oh, no. which, which tells us why he knows Chinese, which is good. Yes. that. Oh, so, oh, so that's how he learned Chinese. Uh, so then we're in jail. Mommy equals orange is the new black? Question mark. <laughs> wants to know how Queen is. Uh, it turns out the company that's taking over is called Stoneware, and because uh, I didn't catch her name the first time, Serenity is actually Isabel Rochef. She's very dangerous. Don't trust her. And then uh, and then she drops this smart line: "You don't have to do it yourself." Uh, and I'm like. Who's she talking about? If it's not Thea, then, like, their family's all dead. Because that's what they wanted us to think. Then right. we go back to the club. Uh, Thea, Thea says, I'll see mine if you stop hooding. And uh, he's all, what does that have to do with anything? And she goes, it's two things that will never happen. All stop. Oh, At the bar, we have hood versus hood. And now Thea's staring down a gun. Everybody's got to look at a gun today. Takes, uh, so then they take Thea in Ollie's place. And then Ollie comes in and he's like super pissed. And uh, Lancey Pans is all, we're going to find her. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. I just got to check something downstairs. And we all know where he's going. So then. Watch, oh, I love the realization on, um, on uh, Dig and uh, Felicity. Because they both yeah. have that little moment. They're like, oh, snap, they're going to go. So we should follow him. Let's, let's give him a little time and then we'll follow him. Making Felicity's all stoked because she's like, oh, why don't you just come down and see how I, like, you know, made up your space. She had, like, I pimped your ride. So they get back to business. They're talking about the guys, and one of them was missing a hand. He's an ex-Marine. Actually, turns out he lost his hand in an earthquake when his wife died, and we all start to feel kind of bad for the hoods. It turns out they're all at a church in the glades called Standing Strong. Uh, and then Felicity gives to our fearless hood a custom-made bow, which he says is perfect. Which they just make out already. I think he said it was. I think he said it's perfect, kind of begrudgingly, because his bow broke in the last one, right? Yeah. And so when he got the fancy. new one, he's like, "It's perfect." And then Felicity says the hashtag of the day. Maybe there's another way. The other hashtag for this show to this week is, I don't want to wear the hood. <laughs> Meanwhile, back on the island, uh, they got to save um, Panda Bear Jr. So wait for my signal, which he can't do because he's, like, all ballsy and boyish. And then he makes his first kill, and he is gross. And he bludgeons the man to death with a rock. With a rock. I know. All those months he didn't kill anybody, but it all again, all it took was somebody who he loves being in danger to make a kill. So then we visit a church, and the hoods are all talking about how they are serving justice, which means they're heroes, and how they should just kill Thea because uh, her mom killed a bunch of people. And she's like, my mom didn't kill no one. Merlin killed him. She was just afraid. 
Uh, and the oh hood, Lord Jesus. The hood retorts, hood retorts, just like my 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 wife was when the house collapsed on her. So that's, and then, uh, Ollie's back in the hood, and he totally rocks the new bow. That's that. Uh, beats the pants out of everybody. Um, and then saves the life of the guy he could have killed, which is the new way. Hashtag, maybe there's a different way. And then Lancey Pants hangs out with, beat Lancey Pants is what we should call him now, is hanging with the hood, and he's all, hey, you know, usually these guys you drop off are a little more dead, and he is hashtag trying another way. Um, so then at Tommy's Greg, Ollie's hanging out, conveniently Laurel comes for a visit, they have some more gushy talk, He's all, I need you in my life, blah, blah, blah. And then it turns out, what, what, what? She wants to catch the hood? The tables have turned. Then there's some mommy daddy talk at the jail. I want to hate you, but I just can't. Molly, moly, moly, moly. No touching. <sighs> uh, and they make up and hug. One of my so, favorite, one of favorite lines of the episode was in there. What was it? If I hug you, are they going to shoot me? Yeah, that was cute. It made me think, though, of Arrested Development. No touching. No touching. Anyway, so uh, so then back back to hanging out with Serenity. She's like, oh, I'm going to have your company tomorrow. One of the 5%, last 5% of shares go open, and then you are in trouble. And then uh, Steel walks in. He's CFO of Sterling National Bank, and he's going to bail out. The rest of the five shares, and now they're partners, ha! Huh? And Steele says your part, your father would have been proud. And Felicity's all, you did it! Win the girl. Pretty good for a guy who got a D minus in algebra. If it's online, I can find it. I thought that was a good line. Meanwhile, back on the island, they're like, oh, we're still not alone. And um, Blade's like, oh, where'd they come from? Pan up to boats in the water. Then we hang out with Red-Headed Sweatshirt. He's <laughs> talking to Thea, who's like, I visited my mom, so you need to put down your fighting for justice. And then he's all, okay, I'm going to bring home some burgers. And then he gets into a fight. And then some hottie with, what are those? Freaking bats or something? Beats up the place. Some sort of tonfa. Right. If only they were nunchucks. All right. <laughs> no nunchucks. <laughs> Never gonna happen. You just keep so telling then, <laughs> So then they have the sort of final scene in the. I think they were back in the arrow cave, and they're all like, you know, we. I don't want to be the hood anymore. Blah blah blah. If we do this, it's about honoring Tommy. Blah blah blah. I'm not a vigilante anymore. I don't want to be called that anymore. And he's all, well, what do you want to be called? As he looks down at a green arrow. So, who's the hottie blonde? Is red hooded sweatshirt actually blood? Uh, is Serenity going to be hot and beat people up in a bad guy way or a good guy way? And how will this whole new I'm not killing anybody work out? And uh, when Laurel finds out Ollie is the arrow, uh, how's that going to work? All that and more on this episode of Rogue Arrowed. We did it. Was that, was that Rogue Arrowed as in arrow past tense? Arrowed. A-R-R-O-W apostrophe D. It's an old uh, uh, Strong Bad email reference. Yes, because I'm nerdy like that. Team Squad! <laughs> anyway. Cool. So where to? Office? Home. Oh, I want to check in on Thea. Uh, she's not at your house, Oliver. Where is she? Oh, I only have a second. It's okay. My boss has been all over my ass. Uh, 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 she sounds like a oh. uh, You have got to be kidding me. Come on, I don't want to fight. 
Clearly you do. Just keep on taking on every street corner drug dealer you can get your fists on. It's not like that. The glades are worse than ever. I know, but you already saved a busload of people and managed not to get buried alive. I mean, how much more of a hero would you need to be? It's like you have a death wish. And guess what? It's going to come true. Yeah, well, someone has to do something and stand up for what's right like he did. The vigilante who hasn't been seen since the earthquake, which means he did get buried alive and isn't coming back. I'm back. Characters. Yeah, we got a bunch of new characters. Uh, specifically, Isabel Rochev, straight out of the comic books. Ooh. Played by the fabulous Summer Glau. Um, yeah, it's it's very similar to the character in the comic. Uh, she's comes in while Oliver's away and tries to take over Queen Industries, which is so exactly what happens. Uh, she's uh, Isabel Rochev. Oh, so she doesn't have a fancy name? No. Uh, it, like this is uh, this series happened in Volume Four of the Green Arrow comic books, right after the Brightest Day storyline, and right before Flashpoint, where everything changed. So. Didn't really get to explore it very much. See her for oh. like six issues or so. And then she just kind of fades away. And then the whole universe is rebooted. Yeah. So. yeah. Someday we I, might I, see more, but not today. That's good. You don't I, think I, so? I mean, they do I what they want. Character. Sorry, I was going to say, I really liked her character. Like, because it's. Maybe, it's, maybe it's this. I think they're going to use her villain. Face. Yeah. yeah, too many people talking at <laughs> once. Kind of Sorry. <laughs> cool. Uh, so yeah, she's an interesting character. It's it's a different way to attack Green Arrow, kind of by uh, going after his, you know, his business side as opposed to going after the hood guy. And yeah, I'm it kidding. it forces Oliver to go out and be Oliver and take charge of things as opposed to just being out there saving people with arrows. So it, it's yeah. it's a good character. I hope they play her out pretty well. I don't know how many episodes she's going to be in. Um, I hope this isn't the last we've seen of her. Because mm-hmm. I really love Summer Glau, but I'm not certain that she's um, the best one for this role. I, I don't think so. I, well, he literally says in the episode... I, because whenever I think of it, I always think, you know, well, Firefly, obviously, the Terminator role, and more, um, the thing that I think of it most of is from the very end of Dollhouse, and I always see her as this kind of damaged kind of character, so I don't see her as this very strong, powerful, like, CEO CEO kind of role, I think she... I don't see that actress in that kind of role. What? It's called acting, Chris. I think her face was good. At the, at the <laughs> what? Anyway, um, her face is always good. Right. Fact. That so, argument's still there. I, I think we're going to see quite a bit of her because, literally, because in the script they have Arrow say, or sorry, Oliver say, you know, I guess that makes us partners. We'll be seeing a lot more of each other. I don't think they would have that maybe have used that line and that set of it was just gonna be a throwaway character we're not gonna see anymore. Preach. Preach. Good. Let's hope you are correct in that. And I think if they're gonna get someone who's a throwaway character, they wouldn't get some glow. No Preach. for sure. So they know geeks wet our pants a little bit. Yeah. Word. Word. Uh, other new characters, um, one we've never really talked about is uh, the, crap, what was his name? I just lost it. Uh, Frank Pike, the, the police chief, not police chief, oh, yeah. but the um, Lance's supervisor in this episode who just yells at him. You mean yeah. the douchey guy with the beard? Yeah, that one. 
we've never really seen him before, but you know, maybe was he the guy who made him turn in his badge at the end of last season? Yes. Yeah. He was like, like one of the other detectives. So he, but I think that he must have gone up in the world. He might have been lead detective back in the day. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, we've seen him before, but not like really, really seen him. Like I, I think it sucks to see him in this role. I don't like him as a beat cop. I don't like him without his sort of judiciary power of, de- of detection. Because that, that was sort of the best thing he had going for him was the was his detection detective skills. And he's not a very good beat cop. He's not a good run him, run him, gun him, whatever. Like it's not a good role on him. I don't think. You're talking about Lance now. Lance, yeah. I don't. Yeah. So I hope he. I hope he gets to go back to being. I agree with you, but I also enjoy what it does to him and Arrow, uh, that their relationship now can kind of build itself up from the ground, kind of like the Batman-Gordon relationship where they both kind of start out at the same time, and so as Gordon rises up to Commissioner, he and Batman (laughs) have had the relationship that goes back to when they both first started. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other new characters. We get a glimpse of Black Canary. Is that who the blonde, blonde, hot lady with the sticks is? Yeah. It's okay, it's not China White. About, can you tell yeah. me about who she is in the comics so that it gives me an idea of why that's exciting? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary are a thing, on and off thing. Like, they they get engaged, they they break up. He cheats on her. Uh, oh. They get married. The then he tries to kill her, but it turns out it wasn't actually him. Yeah, a lot of stuff happens between uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary, uh, and, and that what? they're kind of. Their relationship is a lot of why Green Arrow, classic Green Arrow, is interesting, because he is not a gentleman, to put it lightly. And so, what's what's the name of of Dinah Laura Lance when she's supposed to be a superhero person? Black Black Canary. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they've changed that in that it's not actually not Laurel. Laurel. Yeah. Uh, are we certain it's not Katie Cassidy in a blonde blonde wig? We are certain. There is somebody else cast, and yeah, other rumors oh, that we oh, will man. not discuss right here. What? Why not? Because they've kind of been confirmed, and yeah, I mean, you guys can discuss it. I'm just not gonna drop that bomb here. What? I don't know what the bombs are. Right, you have to tell me later, okay? I miss. I may have missed that. You may have. To, I'll, yeah, we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we'll see more of Black Canary for sure. But what did you guys think of her in the two seconds you see her? Liked it. I thought she was she was dope. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, go ahead. That was really cool, that scene. Uh, uh, Just the whole, where did you come from kind of thing. Yeah, she just jumps on screen for like 30 seconds, kicks a lot of ass, and then leaves without saying anything. I wish she had quipped or something. I don't know if if she's supposed to be a quipper, but if she was, I wish that she would have. Yeah, uh, not as much. I mean, Green Arrow is more of the quipper. He's not really quippy in this either, so... Yeah, so they could easily give it to her. But... Red Arrow is a quipper. We will see. Oh, yes. Yes. She seemed kind of quippy in the upcoming episode thing. I didn't see that part, because I don't get it on here. I get that part. (laughs) Oh, man. The next time on, there was, like, all these little just scenes of her being freaking awesome and funny. Other other characters you guys want to bring up and talk about... I sort of liked seeing Thea post uh, Cataclysm. Like I liked seeing her in the in the role. Like when, okay, so when she first when they first got and were getting busy on the desk, and they were talking about how he was her boss, I thought that she was still working at the lawyer place because they hadn't really 
made uh, reference to the fact that she's the the nightclub owner now. Um, so I thought they were having sex on Laurel's desk, and it was freaking me out. Uh, <laughs> and then Oliver shows up, and it turns out it's the club, and I was like, oh yeah, that makes way more way, makes way more sense. And it was it was good. I liked it, uh, and I like the things that they've done with Roy Harper. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like Roy Hopper. All right, I'm gonna go. I think Sorry. that the 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 things that they did to the characters between the season break um, were were both small enough that we didn't think too much time had passed, and big enough that we saw like growth because of the uh, because of the badness. Does that make sense? Like yes. the the shit happened to them, and they grew from it, and but they still carried on. Yeah, and I really like Thea now that she's a character and less of, you know, just a plot point. Yeah, except she still sort of was because she got got captured because of Oliver not being there. Yeah, but, like, then she has a really great character moment when she's talking to them and she realizes, you know, just how scared her mom had to be in order to go along with Merlin's plan. Yeah, Whereas, you know, season one, Thea would have just been like, oh, she, she got kidnapped, and then first, we focus on, yeah. we focused solely on Oliver being the one to uh, react to that instance. Uh-huh. I, I feel like uh, Laurel's becoming a bit of a uh, plot point rather than a character. She seems to have less and less to do with each episode. I'm pretty okay with that so far. Uh, I rewatched most of season one, and she's not a great character. She's pretty boring, and her eyes are always dead. You know what else bothered me about Laurel today? I'm sitting right here. Okay, go ahead. The other thing was her dress at the graveyard scene was like super plungy neckline. And the way that it was pushing her boobs in and or up were was really weird. Like they oh did not gosh. look appealing at all. And the neck and the necklace off of the uh, that was sort of plunging down into the boobs wasn't doing any favors because it was drawing attention to this weird extra line that was happening because her boobs were so squished. She, I mean, I think that there that there's going to be some serious conflict now that Lance is on sort of the side of Arrow and Laurel is not. And I think that's definitely going to play out in future episodes. And it's going to be more than just a plot point. It's going to be like big stuff. I mean, she's going after Arrow and she's right. smart. Her character is known to be smart and savvy and uh, to beat some ass. So I'm saying that I think she's actually pretty, I mean, say what you want about the actress playing her, but the character that they've written for her is is said in such a way that she could really like hurt his mission. I agree there's a lot of potential there and I'm looking forward to seeing it. But I just I haven't yet, so I'm a little wary. Right. Well to this point he's they've been on each other's side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and sending her down an antagonistic path for Arrow is is a brilliant choice. Yes. Especially with the introduction of Black Canary. So. Yeah. Bow, chicka, bow, wow. How come people are always falling in love with Arrow and not with Oliver? Uh, like we had a, the Oliver was a douche. And he, he's still working on becoming less of a douche. Well, and this is why Felicity is perfect for him because she knows both sides. Mm hmm. Putting that out there. You're shipping that? That's what you're shipping? Yes. I think they should make out. I wish they would. She's perfect in every way. She's hot and smart and funny and goofy and weird and awkward. I have no idea what that's like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're not at all awkward. (laughs) Uh, Other character things. I believe that's all I had. That's all I got. I mean, I think the only other kind of character in the air is who are these people on the island, and I think that's mm-hmm. what this whole season will probably be about. As, and yeah, then, the whole, the I whole wonder if part. it'll have some connection to... Um, I think we're talking about like where are the graves or whatever, but 
I wonder if at some point that's gonna take us back to this mafia connection has because we know where the Chinese comes from now. That's sort of the the hanging participle at this point is where's the Russian mob connection? And how does he get his tattoo? And how does he get his yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it's in, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and adds to his backstory. Agreed. Addressing some of our comments on the Facebook page, one of which was, it's good to see Slade still kicking ass, and I agree. Fact. Agreed. Uh, one one last thing. Uh, I like what they're doing with Oliver, where in the past on the island, he's you know, t- heading down the path of becoming the murderer. He has his first quote-unquote unnecessary kill, where he just loses it and beats the guy's face in. Right. Whereas modern day Oliver is going away from that. He's just, mm-hmm. you know, I can't kill anymore because of Tommy. It's just really interesting seeing the juxtaposition there of past Oliver and current Oliver. So hopefully right. that I'm continues. Sh- I'm just not feeling how sure I am at like how believable that is, you know, like, in the past, somebody kills one of his people or, like, steals his sister, and he goes on a murderous rampage. Like, he was like, he ran into that place to catch Thea, like, saying, you know, when Felicity said, maybe there's another way, and he was like, they have my sister. What is the other way? Like, so, I mean, I don't know that it's, I'm totally buying it yet, just based on the writing, but... but in the moment, he was able to find that other way, which was save the guy even though he shot him with an arrow. Like, he was able to shoot him in that thing, and then, I don't even know how he did it, but he ran as fast as that arrow and was able to catch the guy falling off the banister like that, which was really cool to see. Um, it, it was, and the the whole dialogue they had about it, he's like, I know you, you're just going to let me die, and he's like, and he just yanks him out with two hands. I thought that was fantastic. Because yeah. it really did show the change in him. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. They're going to have to show me more of that, I believe. All right. Let's uh, get into some plot discussion. You're right. Once I signed on, I stopped thinking about all the bodies you dropped. Because I knew that being the hood meant occasionally being a killer. Maybe there's another way. They have my sister. What other way is there? First main plot is Oliver comes back from the island and tries to (laughs) fix the company. And turns out Thea gets kidnapped. Oh, no. So he has to save her. Very briefly, why did he go back to the island in the first place? Like, he was I running away. I understand the, the concept of running away. Why would you run away back to the place that he literally just escaped from not not one year ago? That's... Well, because that's, like, safe in its home. Like, yeah. He, he knows how to, to make now. it out there. I guess. And he can't fuck too many people up out there, whereas back at home, he, like, takes ownership for not only killing Tommy, but, like, the whole of the glades being decimated, you know? Yeah. He wasn't there in time, and so he feels like he's, it's safer for him to be there and safer for other people for him to be not a part of their life than it is for him to be back in Starling City. I guess. It's a world he understands. Simple, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to you. Okay, I'll give it to you. Cool. Uh, very reminiscent of Green Arrow Volume 3, number 22, where Oliver goes back to the island so that he can regain his roots. Like, this is after he dies and comes back to life. Spoiler alert for comics that came out 12 years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, he he's like, I need to remember why I do this. And so he goes back there, and Count Vertigo follows him, and they fight, and Count Vertigo's all like, uh, gets saved by Green Arrow, and then goes away and stops obsessing over trying to kill Green Arrow. Interesting, not very overwhelming, but very reminiscent of that comic this episode. Cool. Um, So yeah, 
weird seeing him on the island at first. Uh, weird seeing the island in full color as opposed to like the muted. Uh, uh, on yeah. uh, the moment where uh, where he swings across and saves Felicity from the landmine, while epic and heroic was ridiculously unbelievable for me. I don't care how fast you're swinging, that explosion is going to move faster than him and Pepper is back with shrapnel. Yep. I thought that too. I'm like, I'm not an explosive expert. I don't know much about landmines, but I do know that they're meant to destroy people uh, that, <laughs> that are <easy>. in close <laughs> proximity. And yeah. Cool action sequence, but wholly unbelievable. Yeah. And sort of unnecessary. I mean, we know that Oliver's awesome on the island. We don't really need to know it more, you know? Yeah, and we already had a very similar scene with him and Slade last or last season, so... Well, maybe that's what it was about. Maybe it was trying to show him as a equal to Slade as, as he's sort of becoming closer and closer to becoming equal with him in the in the flashbacks. Maybe they wanted to have that mirror moment of him saving him saving someone from a landmine instead of him being saved from it. I the guess. Other thing I just... would have liked to have seen in, the thing I would have liked to have seen instead is uh Diggle because Diggle's ex military, I'd like to have seen him disarm it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's got that the he's got the know how for it, right? Exactly. The other thing that it could have been better is if it had been a, a more natural um, problem like a like a natural predator on the island. There was some big beastie that was threatening them, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like Diggle's trying to put himself between said I don't know tiger, let's say, uh, and Felicity, and then Arrow comes over and, and takes the tiger down, and he sort of shows up heroically, backlit by sunlight. Who knows? I mean, I mean, I'm no You're I'm no director of photography, but. <laughs> Yeah, and you just see his silhouette and the line, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. That Opening be- credits. Yeah, now we're talking. Let's talk. More action. Cool. Let's, let's hire us for this shit. Now, now that we figured out how we would have done the episode better if if we had the chance. That's sort of uh, always been our, our shtick, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Here's what should have happened. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, really wow. the only big problem I have with this episode was that just felt sloppy for this show. Right. Yep. Yeah, that moment was my biggest, my biggest really for the show as well. I, I actually like, I, I, well, there was one other one and it was at the end when, when he goes up to, uh, when he goes up to detective Lance or I guess B cop Lance, um, and Lance is like, usually they're a lot more dead, and he's like, I'm trying something new. And then uses the grappling hook arrow, which could have been really great, but in the, in the moment it felt kind of um, forced. He was just and like, it, I'm doing something new. It didn't uh, even look like it had latched on to anything. Yeah, like the, yeah, that's my biggest like. The, there's it's the Spider-Man syndrome where where he's web slinging from buildings that are ridiculously not existent. <laughs> So those are my only two real moments of really from the episode. Everything else I was super involved with. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a really strong episode. I thought it was a good way to start the season. A great way to kick off the season, yeah. Absolutely. It, it uh, introduces, you know, some plot threads that are going to be a thing, like the other people on the island in the past. We've got the Isabel Rochev character trying to take over. Uh, Q-Core or Queen Industries, whichever one it's called in this universe. Um, we've got some hints at the Flash. There's something said about a particle accelerator at some point, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, I and mean, there wasn't there something about someone being cast as a gore, as a what's his name? Barry Allen. Yeah. Barry Allen. Yeah. That will be coming. Interesting. Um, yeah. What other? Plot threads. I felt like there was another big one. Uh, oh yeah, Laurel going after Oliver. That pretty, was sort of like huge. Eli. It, it was. It, it didn't really happen during the episode. It was just sort of throwaway at the end. Yeah, it, it's just again this this episode is a lot of great setup for what's to come this season, 
I think C plot was Roy Harper. His um his his getting bruised when they're about to go or his being bruised when they're about to do it and then um they get into a couple fights about it throughout the throughout the episode and then uh he sort of throws himself into harm's way during the the gal during the um uh the nightclub takeover mm-hmm. like he tackles a dude with a gun and then almost saves the day but can't bring himself to pull the trigger because he's not a good shot uh and then at the end he he gets into another fight even though he says he's stopped he's going to stop um so i think roy harper and his and his his growing heroism is 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 a c plot for me which i loved and i like that guy yeah looking forward to that one as well cool uh i think we're pretty good on that uh fight scenes what a lot of a lot of good fight scenes a lot of good fights and only and only one of them was was arrow well two of them i guess well except island arrow was in a lot of fight scenes also there were a lot. Counting the, are we counting the escape scene as a fight scene? Because I thought I thought that escape uh, by doing the Tarzan thing was just badass. I really that liked that. And then when he, and then when they drop through the glass in the lower part, and he goes to check her to make sure she didn't get all cut up from the glass, that was a nice little detail for the fight. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I thought the fact that he saved Roche before he saved Felicity was kind of big. But she didn't. She didn't even bat an eye afterwards. She was like, "Just because you say my lock doesn't mean I owe you shit. I don't owe shit." <laughs> so that was, inter- was just interesting. And then he went back and saved everybody else. So yeah, Diego can't shoot shit for some reason for the first time ever. Yeah. Well, he's out of practice. Yeah, it's been five months. Plus, he's supposed to be using nunchucks. <laughs> it's his weapon of choice. It is. <laughs> It's only Diggle with nunchucks, and it's never happening. <laughs> never. It's totally happening. <laughs> we got a petition. We got a petition, I think. Please. We should just petition the writers and be like, excuse me, we, we have a bet going. <laughs> <laughs> and I really want to pay some beer. Involved. There is some beer Australian involved. Australian beer. All, all it needs is a little bit of nunchuck love. A little bit. Which sounds like my new top 40 hit. <laughs> Numb Chuck Love. Numb Chuck Love. Ah, okay. Sorry. Good. Um, other other things to talk about with during or under action? I thought it was funny in the very first scene when they were doing the fight training and he uh, checks out Panda Bear Jr. And then... Uh, he gets whacked in the face by Slade. <laughs> and Slade goes, that'll teach you that women are only a distraction. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was really weird because Slade dropped a couple of um, of sort of... Right, you're not the only one who cares about her. Or the other, there are other flirty, flirty things like him going, there's nothing there's nothing sexier than a woman who knows how to hunt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is he... Think that they're the... having some, like, epic gangbangs? Is that what you're saying? No, I, I didn't know that Oliver and her were banging yet. And then it's like, well, shit, does does Slate have feelings for her? Is he trying to is he trying to make the move? And then she walks over and they make out. I'm like, oh, 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 all right. Hey yo. Yeah, okay. Hey yo. Yeah, I I caught on to the Slade innuendos a little bit, and it it was a little odd. It seemed out of place and unfounded. So we'll see where that goes. Right. They they're probably using it to set up something, but I don't know what it is yet. I really and, hope it's not a love triangle between them cuz that that would be weird. It probably will be. It's a CW show. Yeah, I know. Maybe that'll be the catalyst to turn uh Slade into the villain on the island. Could turn Slade into the um yeah, Deathstroke. Into Deathstroke, yeah. Because we know he also has a mask. That is true. Because it was SIS or what? What are you? Asus? Yeah, Asus. A S I S. Fuck you! It's not an initialism. It's an. Uh, oh shit! What's it called? Acronym. Thank you. Yes. 
I didn't realize initialism was a word. Yeah. Initialism is where you where you say the letters rather than turn it into another word. Huh. I may I like have learned it. this from Reddit like yesterday. <laughs> you, you just blew my mind with that. I was like, uh, initialism? <laughs> cool. Good. What do you guys think also, of the uh, new bow? I am sad that it's a compound, but I think that it looks nice. I, yeah, yeah, I think it like, looks cool. I, I was, I immediately saw it. I was like, it's a compound. He doesn't use compound bows. And then I looked at it and like, it doesn't really look like a compound bow. Like, uh, uh what's the word? And in its actual usage, like it just, the design of it looks like a compound bow, but it doesn't actually have like the extra strings to make it yeah, yeah. lighter. It's still a recurve bow. It's just with weird wheels. Yeah, uh, and looks like all that extra stuff is just to reinforce it for when he's beating on people with it. Which makes it a cool bow. Yeah. Which, if that's actually the case, I'm a lot happier. Uh, I am good on this episode. You guys have anything else to add? Uh, we had comic book connections. We looked at fight scenes. Where it leaves us in the grand scheme of things, we've got the basic setup for each of the new little plot lines. It's going to be... Uh, what do you think? Do you think he's going to be Arrow? Do you think he's going to be Green Arrow? Do you think he's going to be Green? I hope so. But I think they might just call it Ar- call him Arrow. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, I could go either way. I, I think I'd like Arrow better than Green Arrow, but that's just because of the world that they set it in yeah i agree i think i think that if they were to if they were to spend the first season calling him the hood and and (laughs) calling the entirety of the series and then to backslide and be like well we're just we're we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and call green arrow now it just seems like too far of a slide too quickly i agree the only thing that it would allow us would be to have a green arrow and a red arrow but it's uh, I. That's another good question. Who do you think blood is? I think it's red hooded sweater. I don't think so. I don't think that was an actual person. I I think it was just you know we want somebody's blood for whoever did this. It, mm. it. I never got anything that said blood is a person. However, it said blood, I did blood. when Oliver was all whose blood. Yeah, asking whose blood it, it was that they were asking for. No. Not it's a person. who is blood, whose blood. It's definitely a person. Not, think, who's, I, not whose possessive I, blood, who's, who apostrophe S blood. Who is blood? I'm with Laurel on this. I think, I, think that they're, I think that they're trying to canonize a folk hero. Yeah, I, I'm with those guys, Dan. But I also think that if blood ends up being like something major then they could be a really good villain. Also, I would kind of like it to be Summer Glau. Ooh, that no could way. be. Who? Summer Glau. Oh. It's not going to be, but no. that would be that would be a cool twist. Keep wishing. Good. Um, yeah, we shall see. You've come very far in a few months. Don't beat yourself up. Well, uh, apparently that's his job. And I love my job. Not that I wouldn't trade it for a way of this island. While you two were playing with each other, I was hunting. Well, there's nothing more attractive than a woman who can hunt. And that'll do it for this episode. Uh, as always, you can find us at our blog page, which is roguearrow.blogspot.com. You can also find links to our other podcasts. Those are the Colson Lives podcast. Mainframe Chronicle and the Cinemasters podcast. Uh, send us emails at aeropodcast at gmail.com and definitely like us on Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Amazing Bass. That's Amazing B A S S. Shubak R S C H U E P B A C H R at Twitter dot, at, uh, on Twitter. I think I'm like Laurel Mers on Twitter. <laughs> and I'm 
Chris O'Neill 84 on Twitter. There were like 84 Chris O'Neills? It's based on the year I was born. Oh. Oh! <laughs> so if you want to stay for the spoiler segment, we will be right back. If you don't, then I am Daniel James. I'm Rudy Schubach. I'm Chris O'Neill. And I'm Laurel Mers. So, what do you want to do with her? You could knock her out, drop her off somewhere. Come on. Why don't you just buy her a new pair of Pradas while you're at it? She's seen our faces. Look, offing Oliver Queen's one thing, but his sister? She's not much older than my sister was when she was killed in the earthquake. Your sister wasn't killed, she was murdered. By her mother. What we're doing here is justice, which makes us the heroes. She didn't kill anybody. My mother didn't kill anyone. Malcolm Merlin destroyed the glades. With mommy's help. Merlin killed my father. She thought he killed my brother, too. She was afraid of him. She must have been so afraid. Just like my wife. When our house collapsed on top of her. Get away from her! No spoilers. Um, yeah. They've let it slip that Black Canary is is Sarah Lance. <gasps> what? Why? What? That is awesome. What? Which I feel like I called sometime last season. It might have been somebody else that brought it up, but I, I'm pretty sure we talked about it last season sometime. Oh, look we totally roll. Look at the second picture that I posted on the on the Google Plus feed. Can't see it. I'm Dave Baywell. It should How be. Would a, it, be it? it should be a picture of Arrow and a dude with claws. Yeah. I'm, Arrow and that? Wolverine. It's from. I don't see it. It's from the next episode. The Bronze Apparently. Tiger. Okay, sure. He's a dude from comics. Uh, we'll talk more about him next week. I'm going to throw it out there. They don't look like particularly easy to use weapons. They look no. quite impractical. I think that is a very poor picture for them to use. This is just what they have on IMDb. Yeah, it's what they have elsewhere too. But um, yeah, so um, that that's a thing. Uh, we do have... That is a, a thing! We do have Barry Allen uh, s- casted and scheduled for three appearances in episodes like seven and eight or eight and nine, and then again in episode 20. Uh, what's the kid's name that's playing him? So who's he? Barry Allen's Flash. A bad guy? No, the Flash is the a good Flash. guy. But... Oh, the Flash. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I, I thought okay. they were keeping away from superpowers in this. It'll be interesting to see if they if they go for it. <clears throat> Maybe he's just like really runner. Grant Gustin is his name, the kid who's yeah. playing the Flash. And yes, Chris, they did mention several times before the show started that they were staying away from superpowers, which is why I'm slightly worried that they're introducing the Flash right away. Well, but then yeah. it's going to be interesting. The Flash are introducing Barry Allen as a forensics investigator. That's true. Uh, until episode 20, where it's serving as a backdoor pilot for the Flash series they're hoping to produce. Right, but oh, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's got to be a superpower in order to make that happen either. I don't How do you think make you the Flash not superpowered? Well, they're There's having no way. They're having him be a forensics investigator. They could be doing it as another procedural. But he's going to become the Flash. Yeah, all right. We'll Suppo- they, they, I think they've said in Arrow he will emerge as the Flash in episode 20. That's, yeah, I disagree with this idea. <laughs> I mean, I like the Flash. It'll be Maybe cool to see him. He doesn't become a superhero and he just becomes a, another, like, crime-fighting style person. Maybe, I, I just think that they're trying to stay away from the, I, I, I hope that they honor their ability to stay away from super, super-powered gentlemen. Then why choose the Flash is my point. 
there's other superheroes that don't Black have Canary, as Black ridiculous Canary powers. superpowers. She's right, super- but she's screaming. also her superpower is she has sonic screaming, but she's also really good at combat. So get away, the, go away with the supersonic screaming, and mm-hmm. she's still a good character that you can use for the show. Maybe well, the Flash can run really, really fast, but not so fast he can break the sound barrier. Maybe he makes up for the fact that he's just really fast and is a parkour runner or something and gets to punch people also. So just yeah! use Red I... Arrow. Like, you don't need to make it Barry Allen. If you're not going to use superpowers, don't have Barry Allen in here because Barry Allen's only interesting when he has superpowers. Unless they find a cool way to do it. Yeah. If they do, like maybe, then great. But they're maybe probably he's not. Lance Armstronging it. Maybe he's like because he, <laughs> maybe because he's, he's a scientist, he's... he's learned how to make his blood, so it's super rich in red blood cells, and so he just can run like fucking fast. That would be run even worse than having superpowers. <laughs> maybe he can run like fucking fast. <laughs> I love you, Laurel. I love you, too. <laughs> so, yeah, Flash is happening. I don't know as the Flash, but we shall see. Uh, hopefully they do it well. Let's just leave it at that. Also, he's he's in there as Barry Allen as the, and slash the Flash. Well, he's, not, he's slashing the okay. that Well, is, shit. That is interesting. Um, yeah, other spoilers. We've got names of episodes coming up next week is Identity. The week after that is Broken Dolls. The week after that is Crucible, followed by League of Assassins, which is exciting. And then Keep Your Enemies Closer, and then State versus Queen. So you can kind of guess where some of those are headed. Yeah, so that was our spoiler segment that... Spiraled out of control quickly. Podcast <laughs> out. <laughs> and don't forget, Papa Merlin. Do you know who they are? I think the hoods gives me a pretty good idea. Bring them in. Where you been? Typically, when I bring in guys that you've gone after, they're a little more dead. I'm trying another way. Websites, podcasts, to this place, the, the Mainframe Chronicle. Chronicle. Our format, podcasters, to analyze and discuss, to discuss the shows we love. Their strengths and flaws. We discuss them until our jobs ache. Software pirates. Oh, this is bad. This is very bad. Megabyte hit a delete command in the mask, just like you said. Only he didn't know because I should have copied and pasted the truth from the start. I am the Crimson Bino. So many moods. So little time. Careful, young Enzo. Remember that anything worthwhile takes time. What we have here is a failure to network. Well, get to work, you two. I don't keep you around for your brains, now do I? No, sir, not a brains. Absolutely not. The monkeys are restless, and my dog has fleas. Over. This is going to take millions and millions of nanoseconds. This might even take one whole second. Doc, can you read me? 
They say the listener lives outside the net and listens to podcast. No one knows for sure, but, but we, we intend to find out. out. Mainframe Chronicle. Join us as we explore the world of Mainframe and the adventures of Bob, Dot, and Enzo in the Mainframe Chronicle podcast. You can find us at mainframechronicle.blogspot.com, on Twitter at MF Chronicle, or on Facebook and iTunes by searching Mainframe Chronicle Podcast. The movie game is a game that Rudy and I play where we come up with a starting point and an ending point, and we try to get there using the same rules as Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, essentially. More often than not, it just sort of devolves into uh, a vehicle for which you talk about awesome movies. But yeah, that's sort of the, the bare bone structure from, what, from the way I play it. Yes, so Rudy, what are we going to be <laughs> starting off with? Uh, we're starting with uh, Drive. So we're going from Drive to Goldfinger. We're going to connect them somehow. You want to start or you want me to start? I'll say we got the movie Drive. We're going to Ryan Gosling just because he's the only one going in the cinema. I guess exactly. <laughs> okay, Ryan Gosling is also in The Notebook. Uh, I don't know The Notebook yeah. either. Uh, wait, awesome. who's in that? Someone, um, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, another name I don't know. So maybe Drive uh, is not the best in, place Oh no, to I got this one. Okay, uh, Rachel McAdams was in uh, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers, awesome. Um, that's Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. I think I'll go Vince Vaughn. I feel like he's more okay. connected. Let's go Vince Vaughn to uh, his early work, Swingers. We'll go John Favreau. Uh, so let's go with John Favreau to. He was in a bunch of movies recently. He was in um, I Love You Man. Pretty much all the Marvel movies. He was. He was in specifically Iron Man. And in yeah. Iron Man, there was. Can we go through. Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Yeah, so either of the. We can go through either of the guys who played Colonel James Rhodes, or we can go through. Robert Downey was in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. With Val Kilmer? Yeah. Val Kilmer was in... Val Kilmer was in... Val Kilmer was in Batman Forever. Which so was... Which was... Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones, Jones and, and, and Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Tommy Lee Jones. He's got to have been in a movie that we can go through. A lot of people give us crap because they're like, you should be trying to find the shortest route. And it's like, that's not the point. That's not the point. No, no. <laughs> I mean, this isn't a great example because we're not stopping and talking about all the movies. But right. that's what we normally do, and that's usually what this game is played for. Okay, so, uh, so we got Tommy Lee Jones. We're going to go Tommy Lee Jones to, what was he? He was in something less modern. we got to start moving backwards. He was in The Fugitive. Fugitive. Uh, Harrison Ford. Well, that'll get us to um, Harrison Ford, exactly. Harrison Ford's uh, an older actor, which means he'll be in movies closer to that time period. Harrison Ford. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh no! Yes, you're right. He played Indy's father, and there you go. Harrison Ford to Sean Connery through Last Crusade to James Bond Goldfinger. Bam! Awesome. Well. Anyway, so that's that's an example of the movie <laughs> game. Yay! We made it. Check out the Cinemasters podcast at thecinemasters.blogspot.com. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Cinemasters podcast. What's the fox say? What does the fox say?